0: inside the triangle the decker truck line podcast all right hello everyone and welcome to inside the triangle welcome back i guess is what i should say after a week off uh i was on vacation katie was i don't know where she was she was off on, I was on staycation staycation is that what it was you didn't even go anywhere Nope. you just stayed home Okay. Well, I saw lots of pictures of your dog too. So, of course, I think all your pictures of your dog. I don't think and I've and ever a seen a box of books. I don't think I've ever seen I I don't think I've ever seen her without a picture of her dog. Have, is your husband exist? Yes, he does exist. Y- he does. Okay.
1: <laughs> pho- there was photos of the staycation of the dog not there, and her mm-hmm. and her husband. The okay. dog is my soulmate. Okay. All
0: right, Boy. and that strange voice you ever hear—that's Tim Olden. Tim is here for. Personal right now. He did uh, Walcott Trucker Jamboree. This yep. jamboree has been going on. Did, year? did they have it last they year? Did they have it last year? They did a virtual oh, A virtual year. last year. Okay.
1: All of them were in a virtual due to COVID.
0: Okay. Um, but you said you read a lot, Katie?
2: Yeah, I read a
0: lot. Okay. B- books? Do you have to have a real book in your hand? I
1: don't have to. But did you see the big box of books
0: that they gave me? No. No. Ooh. Who gave it, you gave her a big box of books? My fiance. Comic books or? No. Oh, real books. Okay. Stephen King books. Oh.
1: All in in mint condition
0: too. Wow. Okay. I think they're
3: almost all of them are like the first publishing. So they're like pretty old, but they're in mint
0: condition. Wow. You like Stephen King? Yeah. Okay. So my daughter is, my daughter is a huge reader and she loves the books and, Mm -hmm. and her best friend who was up where I was at, she locked herself in this cabin. For pretty much three days, and did nothing but read for three days up there. I read, I read three books while I was gone. Yeah, Yeah. I read three sentences. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tim. So, congratulations. I see two trophies here. What are these trophies for? One is the participation
1: trophy. One is third place for combination working class truck and trailer from two thousand
0: seven to two thousand fifteen. Okay. Why such the long span? Oh, for your year of the truck. Okay, for Your right. truck and your trailer. Okay. And then I did see you were very, you sent me a lot of videos out there. There was a, wow, I did not think there was going to be that many trucks. That's the most trucks. I, I've been going to Walcott for a lot of years. Okay, we used to enter, we used to have booths down there. That's the most combination trucks I've seen. How many just truck and trailer combinations did they have?
1: There was 31 categories. 30. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Well, we'll get to that one.
0: Okay. All right. 31
1: so, categories. Three trophies per category. There was 90 entries. 90 entries. Okay. Just on the Super Show side.
0: Okay. And that didn't include, because they always have the old trucks right. and the and historic The
1: antique trucks, the rat rods rat rods yeah there was a rat rod there
0: okay all right I you don't I have to show, you. You show me
1: later but yeah, yeah okay I'll show you.
0: so but, but the the normal antique trucks that are yeah. always there okay
1: cab over one of the guys that brought down an old antique chevrolet cab over he had his 389 parked beside me uh they actually put me in a position when they staged me i wasn't in the spot that i was assigned mm-hmm. they put me in slot 41 and I was supposed to be in 51. Okay. But when they did the nights at light when they brought the drone up, all you seen was my truck and our trailer. Okay. So So it, you got lucky. Uh, I got lucky and it gave us great advertisement.
0: All right. You know. So what's all the All right, let's get to all the giggling. What's all the giggling for? Okay. Now it's time to throw you
1: under the bus. You got me started on this and forgot to give me all the information. So, I got to throw you under the bus okay? because you right. didn't give me all the intel. Okay. But, now we got all the intel. We are shooting for a larger presence at Walcott.
0: Next year? Next year. Okay.
1: We're talking booth, both my trucks, probably the cab over up on the low boy. Okay. Probably Iowa State truck. Tom Remy's going to be there.
0: Okay, I'm busy oh oh i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no, I,
1: want, I want to also get tow trucks oh trust me i already got drivers oh, on. oh you already me. got drivers i got right. people wanting to go with me already so i already got a party set
0: so. okay but, but yeah because we used to take now if you really want to do it okay because when we used to have our booth you know what used to be our desk Mm-mm. so you know that that go-kart that decker has with the truck and the trailer Right. Okay, that used to be our desk. We used to set that in front of the booth, and then we would have our pamphlets and everything set up on top of that, and we would talk over that because that would draw people in just to to come talk about this. Right. It, does it run? Does it move? Does it do all that? So, yeah. Right. So I don't even know where well, that I, thing I is. I had a but. great
1: time down there. I actually, there was a very young, but boy, about 12, 14 years old. His dad owns three trucks. Mm-hmm. Liz, they just moved to Chesapeake. Okay. He he fell in love with my truck. He was asking me all kinds of questions on do you just bring the truck to the shows and start piece by piece or how or do you do it all at once and then bring it? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you bring you do it to where you're satisfied with it, then come and then work on it. Further from there.
0: Well, it's a never. It never ends. I mean, until the day you die, you're going to be changing something on it. You're going to be tweaking something on it. There's going to be a different chrome piece on it, all that. Yeah,
1: which actually that trailer that I had has added lights to it. All
0: right. I well, had, I saw, I saw the videos and well, you, I spread, did you, did you have a creeper or how did you get on your hands and knees underneath there?
1: Oh, well, I sat on a little stool and did a little stool. Okay. But I had Will and the guys in the shop mounted the lights for me. So all I had to do was wire them in.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. Cause I didn't know I saw them down there and they, they looked like they were mounted pretty well. And I was like, where did you get these? Did you get these off of Amazon or, or no,
1: those are actually trucks, uh, dual evolution lights. Okay. I bought them a long time ago. I Actually, I was going to put them underneath of the 386, and I just ain't never got to it. So I decided to put them as well if we could make some long brackets to mount under each side that we could take in and out. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I'll just mount them to the side, braces of the skirt. I was like, okay, then I'll just wire
0: them in. And that's what I did. So you, you wired them in. He mounted them, and then you wired them in. Yep. Okay. All right, so well, how many cab overs, because I'm a cab over lover. Um.
1: Actually, I was so busy with talking with people because I had doors open because I got all my awards from here. Mm-hmm. I had my plaques, my jackets, my ring. So I had my jackets hung up on the backs of my seat so you could see the Decker logo with owner operator year driver year my million mile plaque sat right
0: at my that was convenient that happened just before the show wasn't it yeah Yeah.
1: and i set them in on right there at the center console on each side of the shifter one on one side
0: one on the mm -hmm, other i saw
1: and that way it, it drew more attention and with the truck being wide so open, so in other
0: words, you didn't get to go out and wander to the other. Well,
1: area. I'm not going to go wander with my truck wide open.
0: <laughs> did you? Was because there's one of my favorite was there was a black. Did he? And I see him quite often on Instagram and that. was a black L, uh, CL nine thousand cab over Ford. I don't think that was there. Okay, and there's also a guy usually pulls a bull rack, uh, sh- 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 Shada, I believe it is, and he's got a kind of a purplish colored uh, cab over Peterbilt, and he usually got a beautiful looking bull rack that he was attached to. Was there any? Was there any bull racks in well, there? There was
1: a couple of them, but they were conventional. Were they okay? And huh. I actually, so I had one of the boys was across from me, Triple C, and then uh, a boy out of Minnesota, and then the cancer, breast cancer truck out of they were out of ontario okay she was down there this is her first time i asked her i was like are you ready for a lot of attention she's like what do you mean i was like you're getting said to get a lot of attention because her truck is actually on the shirt
0: on the show okay
1: and they made die cast models of her truck
0: so well, that's cool because so, Michael Ehrlich was even in a truck. Uh, he was in a parade this weekend. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was for the 4th of July parade down in Gowrie. He had his two old cab over. His dad had entered their cab over Pete's oh, in the parade. That's right. Down there. He
1: did say because his son took and sanded the wheels down, buffed them oh, all yeah, out. Yeah, he
0: did. Yeah. <laughs> but ask Michael how clean he keeps the shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't keep it clean at all. So, But no, I'm glad you had a good time down there. So what's uh, when's the next show? Well, Joplin.
1: It's supposed to be in September. The girl that runs the cancer truck out of Canada, she was supposed to give me the date because she had a little more final insight on when they're going to do it. So I had to get on the website and see when Joplin is. But I might skip that and just wait and start over next year so I can do some more work.
0: You're going to do the east one again and then start and then work and and work your way through? Okay. All right. So And what's what's the newest addition to the truck? What we got upcoming? Well, or is this going to be a big secret it's too? It's going to be a big
1: secret. Okay.
0: All right. What about the the three eighty nine?
1: Any? Actually, it don't need a whole lot more. Okay. <laughs> it's got enough lights on it's it. It's got
0: enough lights on it. Okay. So you are going to put your plan is both of them the reefer or the the old truck and the the uh, tow truck?
1: Iowa State truck uh,
0: and the Iowa State truck. Okay.
1: Considering he donated all that money to the athletics department. Yeah be great (laughs) where he can see some of his money going i put
0: let's see i've had the tow truck in it and i had i had uh we got one of the first uh the x uh the 379 x's that came out right and you know they had the factory straight pipes on them and they had the 600 cummins in it and i had that one down there and i had like that i was actually the first truck that we made the uh uh like we did for you with the uh the sign sign and everything like that that was a beautiful god that was a nice truck yeah well i didn't have my sign
1: because we needed well, it well he didn't get it done in time no his sign was done but sign had a little bit of a road hazard
0: well i remember the road hazard but right. i thought they got that fixed but they didn't no, get Oh, he needs his machine fixed. oh that's right yeah the machine He's is
1: still, get his, you know. they got to get his machine fixed without his machine he, we couldn't fix it we yeah. could uh patched it up a little but if it ain't perfect,
0: it ain't having it down worth having down there, right? It, right? Okay. And all. And everything was about presence. So are you all rested up now? Are you ready to get back to work oh, and yeah. make some money?
1: Yep. Okay. I gotta go to prestige, pick up load, go to Alamo, Georgia. Okay.
0: All right. Anything else you want to add on the final note? Hmm. Got anything, Katie? No. No? No. All right. Well, thank you. Congratulations. Great yep. job. Maybe next year I can. It's always in my Canada at time. I wish they would. They would well, have it a little bit later in the middle of the month. The, but the thing of it is,
1: the girl from Ontario, the lady that actually owns it, flew down. Yeah, this is a funny thing. They lost her seat on a plane for her to go back. They get, actually gave it away. United Airlines did. Well, they've been
0: in a lot of trouble anyway.
1: So. Well, so they gave her another flight. They wanted her to go from Chicago to Denver. To L.A. to go back to Ontario. <laughs> I was like, "You're not going to get home no two weeks from now." Yeah. So I was like, "Why don't you just jump in the truck with Eva?" And
0: did they make any mention of the money that uh, the Moon gave to the Iowa Hawkeyes? No. Oh, okay. I thought that maybe they'd have a no. big, big presentation or something the only like one that. One
1: person that's been there for as long as they've been doing it, and it's the girl that's in that coordinates the whole thing for all of them.
0: For all. of them? All right. Well, congratulations again, and thank you, and keep representing. We're proud of you. I do my my best. All right, everybody, keep the shiny side up. All righty. Today we have a, I'm going to use a fancy word for Katie, plethora of guests, okay? Uh, We're going to be talking a little uh, fuel Today, with Janelle. Hey. See, look at that. For the one who was so reluctant, look at that. <laughs>
2: hey. I
0: got this. this. You got this? Okay. We also have Andrew. Hey. A little more enthusiasm. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
4: Trying working okay. Andrew,
0: <laughs> and then we have Dale with us too. And Dale is here because Andrew drug him up the stairs because he was around here and didn't have nothing that better was to the do.
3: Only way Janelle would do it. Yeah, uh, was the it was only absolutely. ways
0: if Dale came. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right.
3: So I have no idea why I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, them I will guard the door, and if they try and leave, I'll kick them back into play. You
0: know? All right. He's the bodyguard. Perfect. All right. So Janelle, how long you been with Decker Truckline?
2: Uh, it'll be eight years in November.
0: Okay, Dale. Going on 21. 21. Yeah, because you're just you're going on 20. Well, ju- well I
3: started in double zero.
0: Yeah, same as me. I think you were like a month ahead of me. Yeah. Okay. You're always
3: trying to get ahead of me when I <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> hey, a,
0: hey with, like, the money you know, with the money they're offering for that guaranteed pay, I may just get off the road. I, mean, I ain't doing flatbed. That ain't happening. I'm too old and fat for that. Andrew? <laughs> oh,
4: I started at Decker Truck Line in 2017, but I worked for Willow Ridge back in 2000
0: willow Ten. ridge doesn't count my doesn't god count. what were what were you doing at willow ridge i was a
4: dishwasher back in the day okay so picture. you were hiding in
0: the back you yeah. never saw me i used to be a member out there when don had it oh so. yeah i was there okay um so andrew is a driver manager dale as we all know is a driver and janelle what is your official title
2: fuel manager
0: fuel manager and the reason andrew is here is because andrew fills in for janelle yep when she is gone which is a lot it happens more and more oh lord <laughs> i'm busy you're busy the phones
4: just get tied up it's
0: fine it's fine okay so you know in your day-to-day operations what do you deal with
2: my day normally starts out with terminal fuel so i i manage that make sure you guys have fuel available when you come into all our terminals um and then just throughout the day is mainly Messing with com data and the fuel optimizer and just making sure discounts are correct and, you know, making adjustments, taking calls from Dale Lehman, yeah. new fuel stops. Uh, and
0: <laughs> what is he suggesting, new fuel stops that we need to have? Or?
2: Yes, Normally they, if,
3: they always pick ones that are inconvenient for my yes, schedule. So
2: for
0: is, your schedule. It's all about you, right? right? Okay.
3: If my truck isn't making money, right. I'm not making money. Right.
2: <laughs> so, or Dale will call and say, we need to take this out. We don't need this. You know, the, this fuel stop's not a good fuel stop. So that's okay. normally what I hear from him. If
0: So fuel optimization, what is that?
2: That is looking at basically getting the biggest bang for our buck. So I work with pilot and loves and TAs and stuff to secure these discounts. And then the optimizer basically says, Hey, we're going A to B on this trip and we wanna see where the cheapest fuel is. So it'll it'll get a plan based on your M B G, your ending you know, your empty call, how much fuel you had, and see really where we can get you the most amount of fuel um, for that cheap price. So, the optimizer tracks that.
0: Okay, so, I mean, the whole reason that we put this fuel solution out there is for what?
2: To save money. When we're talking about 13 million gallons of fuel a year, it's a big, big expense. So, having two- fuel stop side by side and five cents difference in the background is a big deal so
0: bringing that up dale and i know you've probably seen this and, and i've talked to a lot of drivers so i get off at exit 206 and it says go to the pilot well there's a pilot on the right and there's a pilot on the left you want me to go to the one left well god dang it it's a heck of a lot easier getting into the one on the right why do i need to go to the one on the left instead of the one on the right why is that
2: well if it's not a pilot where it's a pilot and a pilot or a pilot and flying j on the same stop or um if it's a loves versus a pilot or a ta versus a pilot something like that then it's it's just due to price yeah. um but there are there are times where you go to an exit and there are two pilots right there and we don't know which one you know the driver's not going to know specifically 100 percent. so um, you, you can I mean, tell a
3: lot of times we aren't the only people that know how to do this <laughs> and when it's when it's picking that pilot you can just see a lot of other trucks are lined up to get in there
0: and the other or, one's easier because this guy doesn't have the line because well, the feels well, more or, expensive.
3: I assume Pilot made a, a call someplace that they want to push Balance. this particular place. Yep, They do something. I mean, it makes the price advantage for us, but I think it's making an advantage for everybody else to, Absolutely. These, to use these programs. It's,
0: well, I think, and I know Flying J is this way because, I mean, for years we never used to use the Flying J out in Bra... Uh, over here on uh, 35 yeah. Williams, Williams, because it was a, God don't use that. Because, right. and I don't know Pilot is the same, because they're Flying J and Pilot are together now, but you had corporate owned and you had private owned. And corporate owned, we would get a discount, and private owned, you got no discounts. Right. And when you're talking 30, 40 cents a gallon, over 13 million gallons of fuel, that's a lot of money. Yep, huge. So Dale, as a driver, what's your favorite stops? <laughs> Tell now, my, come on.
3: My favorite stops are where I can fuel and get a shower and sit down and have somebody bring me food. And I don't mean Subway. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of limited to Flying J's. We don't use TAs a lot and TAs close their restaurants in most of the places anymore. So, I mean, Flying J with Denny's is probably what I'm happiest with. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to stop one time and I can do all the stuff and be done. And a lot of times that don't work. It's just... I've argued that point before.
2: You run in an area where we have a lot of quick stars and quick trips, and
3: well, you you kind of get used. If you're in the same area, I mean, you run across Illinois, and it's going to pick Morse. It's going to pick Pilot and Morse, and you know, down the road, thirty miles is Flying J, and it'll never pick that unless you unless you drive past the Morse, and then you're
0: and then you put your Macro Twenty One in, and then it'll okay. Um, So, what is a Macro Twenty One?
2: Well, Macro 21 doesn't exist anymore.
0: Oh, okay. See, I learned Geotab. something. I suppose with Geotab, it's yep. different. Oh, so
2: yep. It's just request a fuel opt. There's mm-hmm. a button right on Geotab, and it works the same as I would have in Omnitracks. Um, just ask for your your fuel level, and then it basically pings where you're at and takes it to the ending position of your trip, um, and then readjusts your fuel solution.
0: Now, Andrew, as a DM, mm-hmm. how do you use the fuel solution?
2: Fuel
4: solution... Usually depends on where the driver is and why, like if they call me, oh, this isn't going to work. I'm like, why isn't it going to work? Like I need to know a better basis of why and the reasoning behind it before i'm gonna switch it i'm not gonna switch your fuel solution just because i don't want to go that far i'm like no you gotta come up with a better reasoning behind it
2: because dale wants denny's delivered <laughs> <laughs> I mean. now now dale i know,
3: I know i've never that's just gonna go on forever now <laughs>
0: dale let me see your phone
2: we're gonna get you gift certificate let's see your for phone
0: Christmas. All right. Oh, 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 whoa, oh, oh, whoa. I thought for sure it'd be a flip phone. I really did. I, I thought for sure he's moved into the times. I
3: moved into the twentieth century, but I don't know what to do with it. I don't
0: know what to do with it. Okay. Because um I can see better pictures of my grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) You can blow them up and you can do all that. I was going to say, because, you know, you're still eating in the truck stop. There's so few drivers anymore that eat in the truck stops that we have a page now uh, driven. Did you see some of the stuff? Oh, there was some awesome food put on that that the drivers are making out. One of them is actually, and I will say this, um, uh, my kids for Father's Day got me a Blackstone uh, little 17-inch grill. And I know we've got a couple of drivers that use that out on the road. I got the electric. That thing is freaking awesome. I love it. Yes. If you're going to cook it on the road, I highly recommend it. But your days I, I'm of... I'm
3: working all day. Why do I have to cook too? <laughs> like, come on.
0: Is that what your wife says when you come what? home too? <laughs> I work all day. Why am I cooking for you? Well,
3: she retired. So no, she can't say that. Anymore. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, how many years you got to retirement? I don't know. You do don't you know? Depends we don't talk her. about that yet. We don't yeah, talk don't about talk. that yet? It's <laughs> not allowed. Okay. It's not allowed? Okay. No. <laughs>
3: I'm we'll still going, so as long as I'm going, I'm going.
0: So, Janelle, uh, when it comes to the fuel opposition now is scorecard. So we have pa- points based off of uh, fuel comp or uh, compliance. Compliance. How many points is that?
2: It's fifty out of the one thousand.
0: Perfect. So it's not going to totally destroy a, a scorecard, but it will hurt most of the times when drivers miss it or something happens. What do you see the biggest issues are?
2: If if a driver is really on top, the the drivers that I do hear from are ones that hey, I know I went to where I was supposed to. So in the background, what ends up happening is maybe a, the dispatcher sent out a fuel solution with a pre-plan. So when they're on, they're running their current load and they're told to stop in Morris, and the dispatcher sends out this pre-plan, gets a fuel solution. Well, that fuel solution is now for the next load. So it's no longer looking at stopping in Morris. So that driver did what he was supposed to um, stopped in Morris, but it dinged him. You know, it's no fault of the driver, so... You know, it's worth looking into. Um, we do have um, a couple of different things. It could be a timing issue.
0: Well, the biggest thing is, like you said, it's it's not their fault. But if they've got to catch that ahead of time, yep. that's why we put that out. Right. Hey, scorecards are out. Check that out. Because then, if there is a mistake like that, let's get it fixed. Yep. I mean, we can't fix it if we don't know it's broke.
2: Yep. And the ones where maybe the same exit pilot flying J, you know, or we have one. Is it? I think it's in Billings. If you, depending on which way you're going, you can get to the the one on the east side, and if you're going the other way, you can only get up to the west side. You know stuff like that, and just depending on where the solution is. So if it's the same price, you know I'm not gonna ding you.
0: Well, it's like uh, I think it wasn't very long ago we had the issue with the driver who at uh, Avoca, um, here in Iowa. It it's a pilot now, or it was a Flying J. Yep. Now it's a pilot, and it, and it said to go here, but it, and it dinged him even though he was at the right truck stop. It said pilot but it's actually a flying jet or something like that yep
2: the only the only time we would do that is if they specifically changed the station code okay um but for the most part it's it's very few and i can i can see that okay um, when i go in there but yeah it's definitely worth a, a look at if, if you know you're stopping where you're supposed to be stopping you know then it's easy enough to pull that up and and figure it out
0: well another thing you deal with is idle time oh boy <laughs> you didn't think I was going to bring that up?
2: Well, that wasn't in the deal.
0: It wasn't? Well, guess what? You're sitting in the seat. Now you're in the hot seat, okay? So with idle time, all right? So I've been noticing a little bit of a difference between idle time on Geotab and Omnitrax. And we're going to be Geotab everybody here shortly. Right. So is there a reason that you've noticed why there's a little bit of a difference?
2: Um, our ability to adjust the perimeters. Or set where we want, where we want to start picking up idle, or where we, at, from what point do we want to start tracking idle? Um, where tracks was a hundred percent, anything below, if it didn't trip the drive line, apparently it counted as idle. So we're now we have more options. It's not just black and white. Okay. So good.
0: So this is a lot it, more driver, absolutely driver friendly, is what. Yeah, it is. and
2: it, it it goes along with what drivers. You know, if if I can't, if I'm gonna stop, start and stop traffic and and stuff like that, you know,
0: how many times have you heard that? Well, it's got to be dinging me because I'm in rush hour traffic and then I'm starting and stopping. I'm yeah. starting and stopping. Dale, has it ever affected you? A thousand point guy most of the time. And you ever been caught in traffic?
3: I don't pay attention to the idle, and I get very <laughs> low idle scores.
0: Okay,
3: I, I don't idle my truck. I mean, I I come in someplace if it's hot, I let it idle two three minutes, and I shut it off. I don't. I don't I don't, idle. I don't understand why people idle. How do you idle your trucks? I don't understand
2: that. I think the only time I remember conversing. Well, we can go back to winter. was, it was like negative 30. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah winter were, time, right? Yeah. Like February when it was minus yeah. 20 degrees. It's yeah. 28 degrees, I,
3: I idled my truck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we didn't punish you for it. In fact, that month we just went back, okay, what was your idle time the month before? That's what we're going off of. You so. get,
3: you get down below zero. I mean, once you start getting like 10 below zero, you're, you're never going to convince me that not idling. Mm-hmm. Isn't a money saver. Right. That's why we have that parameter. If, that, the, if when it's that truck doesn't go, yeah. it's thousands of dollars in the hole for all of us.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and it wasn't that that year, didn't you? You filled up, was it the Quick Star? And then your truck gelled. And pride. And then. Well, yeah, that was about got, three
3: years ago. It was got, 20, 28 below, I think it was in Minnesota. Yes. And uh, they were the only ones that could even pump fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Was. Which was didn't make any difference because they pumped it. I sat and idled for like 20 minutes before I took off, and the truck had been warm, I and I made jail. it about 18 miles.
0: Yeah. So, you know, like you said, you've been here 21 years, along with me, okay? So, I mean, we've been paying an idle time bonus since you've been here, correct? Yep. And we never had APUs yep. until five years ago, four years it's ago.
3: Great big sleeping bags and in the truck and... Wake up in three hours and start it up for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and get a little heat mm-hmm. and thought that was good because we were getting paid some money. And now we got, you know, the APU does everything you need it to do. I don't know what else you need.
0: Well, and that's why I don't know how to, I, I, in fact, I was looking at a guy today and his idle time is at 21%. You know, and I and I know his DM. What do you do when you got a driver at twenty one percent? What are you doing?
4: I'm asking why are you idling this long? And I'm looking over that report. I'm like, um, what are you doing? He's like, well, I, I I'm like, turn it off. Don't don't leave it running while you're going to the gas station to get cigarettes or a, some coffee. No, turn it off. Like, don't let it keep rolling.
0: And the heat. You know, I always hear the air conditioner. In fact, uh, you know, and it's been hot. I mean, this but this summer up here, it's actually been pretty. Uh, nice but what was it 106 in portland yesterday i believe i heard and and down south it's been brutal but still i mean that idle time shouldn't be that high i mean that's just never shutting the truck off wouldn't you say
3: right yeah but i don't my my trucks always had idle shut off on it i mean it won't idle for an hour it'll idle for
2: five minutes
0: yeah unless the temperatures are above the certain parameter below like like you said when it was minus 10 yeah It'll, It'll idle. thing,
3: It'll idle. Yeah. yeah.
0: The one thing that drives me nuts a little bit about the trucks nowadays, is remember the old days, we had a quite an idle bump up on it. Right. And right. when it was that cold, you could really bump up the idle to yeah. 1,100 RPMs because you needed that to keep it warm. I'm not sure if that 200 RPM bump up really helps a lot when it's minus 10.
3: Well, it probably helps some, but uh, this year when it got, it was 25 or 6 below. And I went into this brand-new truck because my other one quit running, and they moved me over. And I went up to Brookings, Minnesota. Like I said, it was more than 25 below. The truck idled, no fast idle. So it dead idle, at like 650 RPMs. And it stayed up 200 degrees, and every once in a while, the engine fan would kick on. Wow. Um,
0: winter front on? No. No winter front.
3: Damn. But that, that deteriorates. It must be the thermostats. It doesn't stay that way. I mean... I would say this coming winter, it won't stay that warm. So I don't know when it's brand new. The thermostats must just work peachy keen or something. It's
2: all for show.
0: So you've got a different 389 now than the one you started with? Well, what'd you do to the first one? I
3: tore it up. You
0: tore it up? Well, I know you had-
3: uh, Well, it got cold and it wouldn't run. (laughs) They They, They worked on it five nights in a row. Kept me overnight one night. Yeah. And then the second week started off, did the same thing and took me out of it for a week. Put me back in it. I didn't make it to Humboldt. It wasn't even thirty miles. The same problem is emission-related stuff, and they couldn't. So I'd switched out in and out of it twice, and the third time, Matt said, "Maybe you can just stay in that other one." I said, "Thank you." I'm tired of switching. Was it was
0: it both Cummins or was it oh, the same both? Truck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, I've seen actually ones down with a transmission issue on a you know these are the thirteen speed manuals and right. we've had a couple of guys with transmission issues really? so yeah yeah you think oh third manual is perfect no it ain't perfect so oh, yeah. so what do you think what do you think of the electronics?
3: Which electronics? Well, all of it. <laughs> I
0: detest it. <laughs>
2: he wants the flip foam. Version. He wants
0: the flip foam version. When wow. you first came here, what were you driving? Twenty one years okay. ago, what was your first truck?
3: This is hilarious because I had quit driving. I'm a, tr- I'm a truck driver, always have been a truck driver. I quit for 10 years, had five kids, and they're getting pretty much through school. Wife says maybe she'd go get a job where you can make money again. <laughs> and I, I had been acquainted with Decker in the past. I mean, I liked their equipment. They had nice equipment. I like you. I'm a truck driver. I like nice equipment. I come down here. I said, told my wife, says, they got Peter I like to drive Peter I'm going to go apply there.
0: You got a Freightliner didn't
3: you? I got a FLD with a M11, an Damn. M11 Cummins motor. It is the most powerless truck. You can put your foot on the floor and then rearrange everything in the bunk. And about that time, the truck's ready to take off. But I drove that truck for six months, and it never broke down. Yeah, I just drove it and drove it and drove it. And I'm thinking, how long do I have to drive this? Leo called me one day. Says, "Hey Dale, I he says I got a Peterbilt opener, a Freightliner. Peterbilt, give me a Peterbilt."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably a three seventy nine with a short nose. Back then, we ran M three Probably had a C thirteen cat in it, right? Um, yeah, or a C12, a C twelve. I think C
3: twelve. Yeah, and it only got about fifty thousand miles on it, and it busted the crank at two o'clock in the morning. You are bad luck. No Very.
0: <laughs> How have you been here that long, and you're that, that bad?
3: That was quite an experience because when I started Decker, I didn't that was before cell phones. I had no cell phone. I'm, mm-hmm. And you guys had the Omnitracks, you know, on the truck. Yep. You could communicate with me. I told my wife, I said, this is really great. You know, if anything ever happens, you know, it's like I, you know, they're right there to take care of me. So at 2.30 in the morning, it's terrible, terrible. Um, it's changing from from rain in St. Louis, and I was going to Minneapolis with a steel coil, and snow, It's terrible snow, and cold and blizzard front is moving south and I'm running as hard as I can to try and get as far as I can. I get north of Cedar Rapids. Just getting close to that scale going north on 380. Mm-hmm. Come over a little hill and I I felt the just kind of quiver a little bit or something and uh, I let off the gas, pushed back down. Terrible terrible noise and I just reached over and turned the key off. Coasted into the ramp on the scale. And it's cold. I mean it's freezing, getting really cold. And I get out and Checking. I, I, You know, the engine can't run anymore. I mean, it's just terrible, clatter, bang, bang, awful. So I sent message, you know, I'm so-and-so, the engine's broke, you know. Come bail me out. Okay, we'll get you help. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting cold in the truck. I put some big coveralls on about 20 minutes, goes past, says, uh, well, the sheriff says it's too bad and nobody can come out to get you. So <laughs> um, that was it. yeah. And I thought, what the heck am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I was, I was really tired. I'd, so I had big coveralls on. I climbed into into the bunk in this big sleeping bag, got in there, and I woke up about three hours later. I've never been so cold in my life. I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like being cold. It was like I was cold inside. Mm-hmm. And I just instantly thought, i got to get help. And I got up, and I turned the CB on, and I thought, this is back when people used to answer TVs. And I said, I waited till I could see a truck. I said, can somebody stop? I need to go to a truck stop. And it was a lady driving a FedEx truck. She pulled in there, got me in the truck. She could tell I was just freezing to death. And she just had the heater blasting on high. You know, I never felt any warmth until mm-hmm. all the way up there. But it was, it was pretty amazing. Was we should great. check and see if that's Cynthia.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cynthia Hobbs, she, her and her, they were driving for FedEx for thirty years. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I, that, there wasn't many ladies driving trucks. Yeah,
0: back then, at, no, at
3: that time. And I mean, this was the middle of the night.
0: You know, I was really surprised. And so, before you came here, what'd you do?
2: I did medical transcription.
0: Is that one of those things you see in a magazine? You <laughs> want to do? Med- you want to do transcriptions from home and make yeah. fifty thousand a year? Or? Yep, at least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How so long you did you got do that?
3: Like going on the side. What's that? You still got that going on the side at home.
2: No, huh? I can't answer that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Andrew, what'd you do? Oh, you were you are the dishwasher at Willow Ridge.
4: I worked. I've done Willow Ridge, Applebee's here in town, Sports Page. I'm still at Sports page. Uh, what, 13. washing
0: dishes at a sports no. page?
4: I bartend, That's sling the oh, drinks now. Oh, okay, all right, I, yeah.
0: I know, I see, I get a picture, so I'm I'm at home one day and I and I get a text message, hey, do you know this guy? And they were at a party up in Minneapolis, and it's him. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it's him, he's bartending up in Minneapolis, and I go, what the hell is he was, doing up in Minneapolis? Iowa City. Or Iowa City, okay, sorry, yeah. All right, this week's trivia question, I'm gonna go kind of old school, new school, however you wanna look at it, but... What is Don Decker's birthday, and how old is he? All right, so we're going to move on. I got some rapid-fire, well, I shouldn't say. Katie has some rapid-fire questions here, all right? So, Janelle, favorite movie?
2: Pass. No. <laughs> there
0: is no pass, no pass on this. Favorite
2: movie. Favorite movie. Oh, Lordy. Um, Step Brothers. Step Okay.
0: Dale? Do you even watch movies? No, I don't like 10 I, movies, maybe. I was going to say John Wayne movie of some sort, right? <laughs> I don't know. Top Gun. Top Gun. All right. Have you seen Top
3: Gun? I saw it way, way long time ago. Right, Dale. Like 40 years ago.
0: (laughs) 40. (laughs) Andrew? Uh, Goodwill hunting here. Goodwill hunting? All right. All right, next one. What do you like to do for fun?
2: I have three kids that I don't get to do much other than.
0: Well, if the kids were put away and sent to grandma's house, do you ever go on a vacation?
2: Not really, no. No?
0: No. Okay, Dale.
3: I like to play with grandkids or go to Aruba.
0: Aruba. Hey, I'm going to Aruba in January. So hey, you have to. we're going
2: next year with
0: him too. Are <laughs> you? Okay, I'm going in January. I'm on a cruise. We're stopping on a cruise. There so. you go. All right, Andrew, oh, I bartend, right? Yeah,
4: probably. Um, yeah, I'd say craft beers. Craft, Iowa. huh? Craft beers around Iowa? Like what? Well, you just go to bar. There? He's kind yeah. of like the wineries, I'd and look- you just. I work at a bar that has 90 on tap, so okay. I get to try them all.
0: Okay, all right. I know you probably don't have Serious Rex M, right? No. Okay, what's your favorite music? What kind? Country. Country? Dale, you don't have Serious Rex M, do you? Sure. You do? Does. All right, that's my man. <laughs> all right.
3: I bought Sirius before when they were, you were a deal. When they were XM.
0: I, I did been, too. I yeah. had to. I first one, the first radio came on, you had to a little box you had to you put know, up in there and a separate antenna and right? oh yeah. It was
3: awful. You get too close to another station, you know it would start over one on that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Like All right, favorite station?
3: Probably Southern Gospel.
0: Southern Gospel?
4: I'm a podcast guy,
3: to be honest.
0: Jeez. Must be the age. You two are about the same age, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, last one. Besides your basic necessities, what's something you couldn't live without?
2: Oh crap. Basic necessities. Like you can't, you can't say food,
1: water, shelter, you have to say something
2: else. Yeah. Oh, a
0: hairbrush. A hairbrush? Okay.
2: Absolutely a hairbrush. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: Hey, Dale? i'm old so i'll say my wife
0: your wife there you Oh, brownie points point. sh- i, I guarantee answer? you should be listening to this
2: Do you gonna change my answer
0: sure go for it your kids uh, my husband okay all right when andrew when ain't married so he's safe in, i'll yep, say
4: a beer so. a beer okay
0: all right guys any last words of wisdom janelle give me some driver advice to the drivers out there
2: communicate I won't know, you know, I don't I don't know anything's wrong with the fuel stops. I don't know that you need a different fuel solution or it's not working or something could be better until you communicate. That's, you know, whether it's me, whether it's Andrew, whether it's Night Ops, um, until it's noted, you know.
0: Dale?
3: At least what she says is pretty good. I get frustrated or I have been frustrated with fuel solutions at times, but... <laughs>
2: I laugh. I think there's it. some <laughs> other things too, but just we'll it, it, go fuel solutions today.
3: It, it doesn't understand what the driver is facing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so, just
2: black and white on paper. Right. Looks good. Right. For the, it's
3: but if you talk with somebody, then they can reason with the machine whatever it
0: is well and and i know i mean i've taken a few runs in the truck and and you get like going down to texas and that and some of these some of these places these loves and that i mean it's you can barely get a truck in and out of i know how they do them and it's a challenge sometimes it really is some of them don't have parking whatsoever and but so communication just you got it yeah you just you you stay in contact with him and janelle and you work things out
3: this this morning i had i was coming back um out of hammond and it it's seeing that it's routed that i'm going up to sioux falls so it's sending me up through wisconsin except i'm not going that way because i'm coming back to fort dodge yeah and i know it needs to pick the fuel stop at uh, elgin west because there's nothing between there and that it's going to want to pick to mm-hmm. get all the way out to evansdale and i don't have enough to make it that far and i put in the you know i tried the fuel solution but it doesn't realize that i'm not going to go up through wisconsin so i just called night ops and you know, they put a different destination point in there that I can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, that picks Elgin West and then it's good to go.
0: Okay. Yeah, you got to let them know. You got you, you call Andrew, I you mean, say, if I, hey. If I,
3: don't, if I don't do that and I just keep driving until I get low on fuel, then the answer is going to be they're going to have to find some out-of-the-way station and we're going to pay whatever it is on that pump price sign and we're going to, you know, lose the $0.30 cent discount or whatever we're getting.
0: Pre-planning. I mean, knowing ahead of time what's going on. Right. Yep. Andrew?
4: Off of the communication is key, just also not being afraid to reach out either way. If your DM's not answering, keep calling. Someone's going to answer. Someone's going to help either way, regardless of who your DM is. Somebody else in operations can happily help you. I get calls all the time. If someone's DM isn't answering, I'm more than happy to always help.
0: All right. Awesome advice. Thank you, guys. Have an awesome, awesome week. And remember, keep the shiny side up. As always, thank you for listening to Inside the Triangle. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you will know when the new episodes drop. And remember, submit your questions to podcast at deckermail.com and you could be featured on one of our upcoming episodes. The best way to do this is to create a voice memo on your smartphone, record your question, and email it to podcast at deckermail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. Stay driven to be the best.